I didn't want to make this episode. Christmas, the whole Christmas season. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. I started turning into a Grinch when I was in my late teens. The hype, the expectations, the busyness was just all too much for my punk hipster spirit. When I was 17, my family hosted a celebratory dinner for my older sister's wedding engagement on the day school got out for holiday break, and I showed up an hour late to the dinner. Now, I wasn't smoking pot in an abandoned, frozen-over parking lot or in some dude's basement playing video games. It actually might have been worse, certainly more embarrassing. I came late to this engagement party that was taking place a floor above my bedroom, because I stayed late after school on the first hours of the coveted holiday break. In the emptiness of our school, I was huddled in the corner of my broadcasting classroom editing bay, perfecting the final edits of my project due next year. Like an overworked manic elf in Santa's workshop, I click-clacked away, staring at the bulky computer monitor. In my mind, I was Verna Fields editing a major motion picture for Steven Spielberg. But in reality, I was just editing on an old iMac for a high school news show that had a running time of about 12 minutes. By the time I was finished with my edits, drove home in the darkness, and opened the door, everyone was already seated for dinner. I might as well have strutted into the dining room, lit a cigarette in my mouth, and started spouting poetry or lyrics from a Nick Cave song. I didn't care about this monumental moment for my sister, which was her first time her future husband's family and our family had gathered together over a hearty holiday meal. The romantic story in my head, I was a character, an auteur director dedicated to his artistic craft of creating the best experience for the audience. Christmas, (laughs) New Year's, holidays, whatever. It's just a capitalistic season to boost profits for corporations at the end of the year, man. Why do I need to stop my life, my work, my art, to fulfill some overhyped holiday expectations set by everyone else? Buy your own crap. My grinchiness or my scrooginess has continued since then. But then last year, everything changed. You're listening to a podcast called Least Important Things. I'm your host, Luke Ferris. As a recovering Grinch, I wanted to know what you really thought about the holidays. And more than just, what do you do? What are your traditions? I asked, what do the holidays mean to you? Greg said, chaotic holiday travel, 
Can't believe that you can't bump somebody or ask somebody or. I'm sorry, but there's no way I can do that. Well, isn't there a way? Like if you ask somebody. I mean, if you brought somebody up yeah, here and you explained to them I that this is an emergency. I cannot ask somebody. Just sending a policeman over to the house to check on Kevin. Well, that's some relief. Everything here is booked. There's nothing to Chicago. There's nothing to Chicago, New York, Nashville. You name it. Everything's gone. Curtis said. A snowed-in lodge with a fire roaring, as if living within a Thomas Kincaid painting. Mackenzie said, Negronis. <laughs> Chloe said, baking the most delicious goodies in movie marathoning. What's this? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Amy said, family time, good food, rest, and one of my favorites is a candlelight Christmas Eve service. Dana said, the holidays mean an impending event planning headache, but also a time for family and relaxation. Audrey said, magic. Even as an adult, my parents still make them special. I agree, even as an adult, there's nothing like going back home and feeling nurtured and spoiled by your parents. In the door, him a bag to the valet. In case you're wondering, it's my dad day. Head straight to the fridge like a boss, yo. Hell yeah, my mom went to Costco. Tucker said, Good people celebrating the joy of life and the promise of life yet to come. Caitlin said, A time to be together and seeing magic through the eyes of my kids. A different Luke, a much better looking Luke than I am, said, An excuse to think about what my closest family and friends want in life and how I can package that up and give that to them. John said the holidays are all about family and appreciation for all we have. And at Alex Siha 21 said lonely. I loved everyone's answers. I think that's all true. But it's the last one, Alex's answer, that struck a chord with me. Last year, after 29 years celebrating the holidays with family and friends, at least having access to celebrating with them, I was living thousands of miles away, unable to return home. It was the first time I understood those dramatic veteran homecoming segments the NFL makes during the holidays, that physical distance of comfort and serenity that the holidays can bring. But the holidays are strange. I think it's my aversion to the popularity of them that came through when I was 17. And can we all accept that they are strange or different? How did a couple religious holidays dictate a societal and familial moment of the year where everyone feels like they need to be together and create some Rockwellian picture of themselves. I think the holidays are more of a habitual humanistic feeling more than a religious, commercial, or cultural expectation. I dwelled upon these things last year for the first time as I walked through the streets of my new city alone. It was Christmas Eve. It was 30 degrees and sunny. The city was empty. I went to one of the few open local bars to watch my beloved Detroit Lions play the local team. They lost. But I didn't even have the pleasure of loyal local fans jeering me because the bar was empty besides the beer glasses surrounding me. 
I walked home in the early darkness. The air was cutting and crisp, but no snow like home. No velvet blanket of fantastical beauty that I was used to as a child. Yeah, I FaceTimed my friends and family. I texted my wife as she finished her Christmas Eve shift, disheartened. I was patiently waiting for her. We had reservations at a local Michelin star restaurant where we would eat to distract from our feelings. One of my favorite artists, Glenn Hansard, was live streaming his annual busk on Grafton Street in Dublin, where him and a bunch of local Irish artists raised money for the homeless. Thank you, everybody. Happy Christmas. Thanks so much for being here. The Irish Christmas sounds were soothing to my heart that was attempting to deflect its wounds. Glenn played a tune. The tears of my heart transferred to my eyes. The release was necessary and beautiful. For the first time in my life, I truly understood why the holidays matter, why it's not about the presents, the traditions, the music, and the decorations. I finally understood the reason we're addicted to the holiday season. It's the rhythmic movement of our calendar when we can stop, look around and appreciate the lot or little we have, to love and to cherish. In that moment, the scrooge of my youth had melted. I realized that the holiness of the holidays is in the energy, the moments, the smiles, the tastes and smells, and savoring it all, the people that make you, you. Now, there's a multitude of complexities when it comes to everyone's experience with the holidays. For some, it is a moment to grieve. For some, it's a moment to be lonely. But I encourage you to celebrate the ritual that our culture and our society makes us stop, listen, and really to love ourselves. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself. Loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I want the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? Now, I'm still a bit of a Grinch. I told you I didn't want to make this episode. What's more Hallmark Channel than ending the year with a holiday special? I mean, it didn't work out for Star Wars very well. But like me, I hope you remember that everything surrounding the holidays isn't really what the holidays are about. And I hope this season you can understand that stopping is really the best feeling of the holidays. 
Least Important Things is a podcast about the most important of the least important things in our lives. It's created and hosted by me, Luke Ferris, executive produced by Jay Ferris, logo and brand designed by Curtis Felton. If you're listening to this to or from your holiday events this year, thanks again for listening and supporting this show. If you want to get involved, there's a lot of ways to do that. You can leave a voicemail on our website, leastimportantthings.com. You can direct message me at Luke H. Ferris on Instagram. You can email the show, leastimportantthings at gmail.com. Subscribe to our newsletter, Least Important Things Monthly, and you can do that in the show notes or also on the website. Follow us on TikTok at Least Important Things. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at Luke H. Ferris and see what I'm watching this holiday season. I've got a ton of great ideas, episodes coming your way in 2024. I can't wait to share them with you. Stay tuned, stay in touch, and I'll talk to you next time.